very warm welcome again to Paul Nugent. He's an international director of the Ethereum Society at the American headquarters. And Paul, I have to ask to start with, how, how are you doing and how are things in Los Angeles there? Well, uh, me personally, Chrissy, I'm uh, feeling very well, thank you very much. Um, and uh, LA, well, one hears of sort of cases of um, new cases of the coronavirus being found in LA County. Um, but at the moment, um, nothing, certainly major, nothing is too concerning immediately, but obviously everybody is very concerned. Um, and the mayor has told, well, the mayor, I think, has said gatherings of less than 50 people or no more than 50 people. Of course, my understanding is that President Trump has said gatherings of no more than 10 people. But out in the streets, um, very, very quiet, uh, very, far fewer people than normal. Um, our supermarkets have probably had the same or similar plagues of locusts going through them that, you've, <laughs> that have been experienced all around the country and probably in you know, most of the countries in the world, Western world. Um, but other than that, uh, we're all holding up, um, remaining positive um, and, and determined and you know, full of vim and vigor. Well, that's great to hear, Paul. Uh, we're the same here in Michigan, and I believe also in London and other areas of your site in parts of the world. Um, I have to say that uh, you might have gathered the listeners that Paul is also English. <laughs> and uh, I first met Paul in London many, many years ago. I think it was the 80, early 80s or sometime like that. And right from the beginning, Paul was a sort of passionate and avid devotee of the spiritual teaching and the practice of the 12 blessings. Um, I'm sure you'll agree with that, Paul. Well, yeah, Paul that's absolutely had, right. Yeah. Uh, in you fact, got I think it, you without, got it right away, didn't you? Um, Paul well, I won't had, say I got it right away, um, but it certainly uh, piqued my curiosity in, 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 in you know, several different ways. Uh, because at the time... Um, you know, I had recently become, I'd say when I say recently, within the last few years, I'd actually become um, a practicing Christian. Um, you know, obviously at school as a child, one had, you know, religious studies, and that was mainly, of course, the Bible. Um, and so, you know, I was familiar somewhat with the teachings, had written essays on it, but it had never taken root within me, I must say, yeah. until um, a few years before coming across the Aetherius, or rather, you know, coming across the Aetherius Society through that, the Twelve Blessings. But um, I had become, yeah. I was very concerned um, with the state of the world at the time. And, and it, I was sort of having something, what, what obviously in hindsight I refer to as a spiritual crisis within myself. And the only thing I knew to turn to, as I say, having been raised in the Christian church, was the Bible, and particularly the New Testament. And I read that for the four Gospels. And that had a very, very deep, profound change, one of the biggest influences in my life. So I'd become a practicing Christian. So to come across the 12 blessings a few years later, right. which, of course, you know, were claimed to have come in 1958 through Dr. George King from the same Master right. Jesus, obviously was a bit of a head turner. Yes, right, Paul, that's great. What we're going to do, because many people have heard of the 12 Blessings listening to this show, but the majority that we're going to be sending this show to are people who are new to them. So before you go into some of your fascinating experiences with these blessings, which I know you've had, I'd just like to sort of introduce them to people who probably never heard of them before. Um, and th these are 
particularly relevant at this time. And one of the reasons we decided on the topic of the 12 blessings is a very positive thing. It's a a love-filled thing, and you'll hear more about it. But one thing many people are feeling at this time of fear and panic that's pervading our world and changing our world so quickly uh, is powerless. But we have to remember that we are never powerless, even in the bleakest times. And the 12 blessings will not only empower us when we study and use them in particular, but will, can bring hope, healing, inspiration, and the power of love to flow through our world. As, as Paul said, the 12 blessings were delivered by the Master Jesus in 1958, and they were delivered through the mediumship of the spiritual master, Dr. George King, who's the founder of the Aetherius Society. And just as the Sermon on the Mount introduced an uplifting concept for that age that was dawning over 2,000 years ago, now, through these blessings, Jesus has introduced a concept that reaches out beyond the earth into the galaxy and beyond. And so through our study and practice of the 12 blessings, um, we, we help to bring warmth into the coldness of this time in which we live, in this technological age, um, and especially during a time of global chaos. Because when we say these prayers, we radiate the energy of love into our world. And this is the energy that will counteract the fear and bring healing and strength. And the 12 blessings is something that you can practice at home individually. And we have a website, uh, www.12blessings.org, and that's 12blessings.org, where you can sign up and join in the many online services which we're holding, well, regularly, but right now, uh, with people who are joining in from around the world, this great group of people joining into the 12 blessings. And we are, as I say, especially active now with services for victims of the coronavirus, people who are helping, the healers, the nurses, the doctors, etc. So do check out this website, if you can do it right now, www.12blessings.org, because you can then download the prayers from the 12 blessings. And uh, after this show, you can join in with it and feel for yourself, not just listen to what we're saying, but you feel for yourselves the energy that you can radiate, the energy of love you can radiate from these prayers. And you can also purchase the, this sacred text from the website, www.etherius.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org, and you can actually download the actual blessings and prayers. The blessing itself is a powerful mystic statement, if you like, followed in most cases by an inspiring prayer for healing, for upliftment. And so by joining in with them, we also not only can help our world tremendously, but also bring healing, inspiration, and strength to ourselves. So it really is a profoundly uh, mystical, a profoundly practical a wonderful way in which we can really make a difference. Now, Paul, I know, as I said, you, you first learned about the 12 blessings and you explained that you moved from being an Orthodox Christian, um, not an Orthodox, but, uh, a practicing Christian. Um, well, how did you feel when you first came across these blessings? Uh, well, that's a very good question, Chrissy. Um, I, I, I'd love to sort of revisit myself as I was then, um, for all kinds of reasons. But I was incredibly 
um, what I would call sincere. And the, the, the teachings that I encountered in the, in the, in the uh, New Testament, I had found someone, or, yeah, Jesus Christ, who was an absolute um, sort of rock, something that I could really trust, fully trust, um, in a world that where I, I felt very much um, displaced. I couldn't, I didn't, I could see that the whole uh, materialistic path was not for me, uh, and the whole, even the state of the environment back then was deeply concerning and troubling. And I just found that this uh, incredible rock uh, in, in the Master Jesus. And so when I came across the 12 blessings, um, I was introduced um, by a woman who I also felt was very um, sincere, very um, very serious uh, about uh, about spirituality and life, and so she was a very good introduction for me uh, to the Ethereum Society, where of course one encounters Dr. George King and and the Twelve Blessings. And I, what I found with the Twelve Blessings, I mean. Um, I, I mentioned that I was, you know, it was a head turner. Um, I wasn't so much skeptical as I was profoundly and deeply curious. And what convinced me about the 12 blessings was their similar sincerity. Their, they were absolutely steadfast. They were true. You could, you, you, there was an inherent um, truthfulness within not only the actual blessings, but in the voice of the Master Jesus who was giving them. There was, there was, uh, it was um, extremely reassuring. And I was open to the fact, given the strength of that sense of truth, that hallmark of truth, to investigating it further. And my, my next sort of very um, profound experience, if you like, was actually joining in a service of the 12 blessings in, in the basement of Ethereum's house, what's now called the, the George King Chapel, where, of course, these blessings were originally delivered. And being an Orthodox Christian, I was used to getting down on my knees and putting my hands together to pray which, of course, in the Ethereum Society and with the Twelve Blessings, we don't do that. We have our hands out, open in front of our chest, and send power out. And I just remember uh, an experience I'd never had before of what I would call shafts of white light just leaving uh, the palms of my hands. And I remember my, my arms were like rods of steel, and it, it, it almost felt difficult to lower them. So that... Uh, experience of joining in with the practice of the 12 blessings combined with that, just as I say, that hallmark of, of profound, deep, sincere, honest truth and goodness uh, in the blessings themselves just sort of naturally caused me to, um, to, you know, to take it all a step further. And I remember a quote at the time I came across from, the, from uh, Mahatma Gandhi, he who does not change his mind in the light of greater reason is a fool. And I, it was very appropriate at the time because I was open, therefore, to the reality of Jesus being still alive. You know, a master not just associated with 2,000 years ago, but as present as ever he has been. 
And so that really, I suppose, was, uh, was kind of my experience with it. Yeah, thank you for sharing that really wonderful experience that you had. And uh, as our master, Dr. King, said, you know, um, Master Jesus has never left us. You know, people often say, will he come again? But uh, as Dr. King said, he has never left us. And uh, that's an amazing thought. And he, well, he if is I can in, just add in, to that, because, because yeah. it, right at the beginning of the 12th blessing, um, you know, Jesus says, says um, where, where two or more are gathered together in my name, truly, truly, there shall I be. And I think that that is something that one can also experience for oneself. Absolutely. And uh, that's, that's why I said um, just now that uh, do download the prayers. And if you can get the blessings and the prayers as well through the book, um, which, of course, we do charge for, the prayers themselves on, on 12blessings.org are given free of charge. But just try those prayers for yourselves. Because you never know, you may have an experience similar to Paul's or other people um, who've practiced this for the first time even. Or you may not initially, I know I didn't initially, uh, but after a while started to really feel the energy flowing through me. And then you prove to yourself, and the energy is a high quality energy. It's one, I say high quality, it's one where afterwards you've, well, I think people feel differently. But with me, I always feel more inspired. I always feel joyful, very joyful after the giving. How do you feel after these blessings, Paul? Have you noticed? Well, again, uh, interesting question, Chrissy, um, because just sort of harking back to that time back in the mid-'80s when I came across this, and it, you know, I was anxious. I was anxious about my own life. I was anxious about the state of the world. And I think what we're going through now, what the world is going through, is a time of tremendous anxiety. I mean, it's hard to think of, of a similar time in, in, in certainly modern uh, recent history of when there was as much anxiety um, going around the world. And it's, it actually struck me this morning. I try to do a 12 blessing service every morning. And it reminded me this morning because I'm also feeling somewhat anxious. I think it's just in the, you know, in the air. Everybody's feeling anxious. Yes. Yeah. And, but it was through doing the practice of the 12 blessings again this morning that I found that tremendous reassurance, that tremendously calming effect, that, again, that rock, that profound spiritual truth. And it, so in that, um, the, you know, the experience really is one of just tremendous reassurance that um, one is standing on something that one can fully stand on, as opposed to being buffeted by everything that is currently buffeting us around. By, by externals, right. And it, it, it starts to reveal, through practicing these blessings, more of our, inner, our divine potential. And when we start to reveal that, we, we can better cope, as you say, Paul, with, with any kind of uh, emergency, any kind of situation in the external world. It helps us to strengthen us, definitely. And, of course, the great power of love is the power that the world desperately needs. And I'd just like to say a few words about this, because years ago, um, in the 1960s, Dr. George King was talking about the spiritual energy crisis. And at the time, it probably sounded strange to people. But he said one of the most vital crises we need to solve on this planet is not so much the lack of oil or gas, but the lack of spiritual energy, or another word for love in its highest form. 
And he was talking about this then, and he devoted his life uh, to not only devising these global healing missions, which we still run in the Assyria Society today, so do please check out our website and, and find out about these. So he devised these global healing missions to put more love into the world in different ways and also gave us personally many tools in which we can use to radiate this power. Because he said, and it makes sense if you think about it, the problems in our world are caused by selfishness um, and a lack of love. And once we can raise consciousness and begin to send out this love, then there can be no more problems in the world eventually because um, the consciousness will, will be raised and we, won't, we want to give service to others. We will want to help other people. It will take a while to solve all the problems, but it is the solution and it's the one solution we've never tried. And the 12 blessings is a very, very powerful way to radiate this love because let's not forget it was given to the world by the cosmic avatar of love, um, who knows probably more about love than anybody um, that we've heard of. And this tool is given to us, and when we use it, we become a sort of higher consciousness people. You know. Would you agree with that, Paul? I, I would. And just you know, listening to you, Chrissy, I think... Um, in the, uh, the very beginning of your own book uh, about prayer which, that you wrote with Gary, and I think you quote Mahatma Gandhi when he said, prayer, properly understood and applied, is the most potent instrument of action. Yes. And I, yeah. I remember uh, several years ago, I was reading the biography of a very sort of well-known uh, Christian, Thomas Merton, who wrote uh, his autobiography, uh, Seven Story Mountain. And uh, he didn't, he, he felt, um, he had his own reasons for um, pursuing the path that he did. But he, he, he won, I think it was Easter of 1941, du um, during the world, world War II. And he visited um, uh, a very extreme monastery uh, in Kentucky a Cistercian monastery, I think. And he was awakened in the middle of the night uh, by the, the monks who were, who were all joined together in prayer. And he was incredibly moved by witnessing these monks with their sincerity, literally in the middle of the night, joining together in prayer. And it struck him that it was this, it was this, output of prayer energy, this love, that was going to stop the war. Not the politicians, not the generals, but this prayer energy. And, and the consequence of that experience is that he gave up his life. He was a teacher at the time. And, uh, and he became himself one of these very same, uh, I think it's Cistercian monks and, um, in, in near Lexington in Kentucky. But when I think that... that one has to experience the power of prayer to understand and recognize what Thomas Merton was speaking about and also what Mahatma Gandhi meant when he said, as I say, prayer properly understood and applied is the most potent instrument of action. Um, incredibly powerful. And that is what, that's what I experienced. I think what, what anybody can experience 
uh, through the practice of the 12 blessings. Oh, that's very interesting, Paul. Very interesting indeed. Thank you for promoting our, our book, our Power Prayer. I have to say that we wrote this after 9-11 because we, like we were saying, I mean, there's one thing that really we, we should try. We haven't really tried seriously on this planet. It's the power of prayer. We were inspired to write that. And in it, of course, we give Dr. King's dynamic prayer technique. There are many different forms of prayer which he teaches. There's personal prayer and so on, where we ask for help at times we need it. But this form of prayer, we are literally asking that we're used as channels for the great universal supply of prana. We're coloring it with our love, our intent, our desire to help others, to help our world. And um, this is what he calls dynamic prayer, and it's that that is the core of, of this book. But um, thank you very much for bringing that up, Paul. And uh, let's, at this point, we've talked about prayer quite a bit, and in the second half we're going to go through each of the blessings, which are really fantastic. But I wonder, Paul, whether, um, whether let's get our listeners to join in with one of these blessings, shall we? What do you think? Can I ask you to perhaps read one of your favorite passages from a blessing and then uh, get our listeners, if they know the prayers, if they have the prayers, to join in with the prayer? Yeah, would you like okay, to okay. Yeah, you're catching, you're giving me a curveball question there, but I'm happily, um, I'm, I, I think I'm able to take it. Um, <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> Well, uh, and for, 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 for a few reasons, but um, the, the 11th blessing um, really sort of, um, well, the whole, the whole process of the 12 blessings is incredibly expansive. It, when, when, when one gets into it, when one practices it, the way that it's intended to be used, it just takes one's whole mind and soul out into greater um, levels of, of experienceness and of, of experience and consciousness um, to whole new levels. Um, and one of those, obviously, very elevated one, is, is the eleventh blessing to the supreme lords of creation. And I don't know if this is a particular favourite blessing of mine because I have been born just two days before this blessing was actually given. Fun, funnily enough as really? well, I, I would like to say that. But um, to, uh, after the 10th blessing, we were told that something called the absorption factor was at its highest that it had ever been uh, in, in the world. And it was at that, in other words, that conditions were at the best they'd, they'd been for a very long time. And it was that moment that uh, I, I, I chose to... to uh, pop out of my mother into the world uh, and two, two, two days later came the 11th blessing I'm sure there's absolutely well I'm not even sure there is no connection between the two but the 11th blessing nonetheless um, there's what really completely just captures one's whole imagination certainly mine is where it says these are the gods of the gods. In other words, the, these are the gods of the galaxies. These are the gods of the solar system. These are the gods of the lords of karma, the gods of the planet, the supreme lords of creation. These dwell in the highest places in all the vast universal system. These are sacred beyond description. They are the shining ones, 
They are the givers of light. They are the spirits of flame. They are the great and mighty energies which course through each galactic system. Well, that's and I always, I mean, I often, <laughs> sorry? That's one of I my often, favorite passages too. Is it? And, and, yeah. and, and uh, another sort of part of, of sort of particularly, you know, citing that particular passage, because it, to me, again, it gives this sort of wonderful, it demonstrates this whole exponential curve um, not just of the Twelve Blessings, but the exponential curve of, of God, of, of creation. Because these supreme lords of creation, as it says, these are the gods of the gods. As I say, the gods of the galaxies. And it, yet, in the Twelfth Blessing, to the Absolute itself, uh, it says, not even the supreme lords of all creation who are the gods of the gods, could do justice to the picturization of the magnificence of God. And it, it just sort of gives this incredible uh, exponential curve of, uh, of, um, of what we are a part of uh, in this whole magnificence of, of creation and of God. Yes, one thing that struck me when I first uh, got into the 12 blessings was before I thought, well, I couldn't make sense of life because I thought well, there's humans, very, you know, not very good, and then there's God somewhere. But the 12 blessings makes you understand, helps you understand that everything is alive and evolving. And um, I think that's such a wonderful uh, concept of truth. I mean, it, I, like you, I, I I realized instantly this is truth. It has the hallmark of truth. You know it's true. And you have, and as our Dr. King said, everything is alive. Even a rock has consciousness in some way. And you realize um, the different levels. And, and somehow it makes life so much richer to, to understand that and to have that understanding of, or some dim understanding of creation and how it works. A dim understanding, I say, but... Um, from my perspective, but yeah, certainly it's, it's amazing. I, I think what perspective. it does, I mean, you know, physicists or whatever, uh, scientists um, have sort of, well, have the theory um, of the Big Bang, which, you know, probably is close to being the truth. And all of creation is a manifestation of that, of that Big Bang. But the 12 yeah. blessings gives us a spiritual understanding of what took place in other words it's not yeah. just a sort of physical um, right mm. existence that we're that we're, that we're a part of but actually it has an even greater uh spiritual component to it that is at the heart of who and what we really are which is connected to that initial singularity or god um from which we all came everything came in the beginning and to which we're all returning and the 12 blessings just sort of encapsulates it um, one could say uh, all, almost um, perfectly exactly thank you Paul yes and of course because everything is alive everything everything alive responds to the power of love <laughs> so when we send our love to the blessings the different focal points as the 11th blessing as Paul said blessed are the supreme lords of creation what happens do we send our love we receive back an essence 
of their power into ourselves, which makes us that much greater. It's, it's like an amazing, uh, I don't know how, what to call it, but it's, it's an amazing practice which um, greatly helps us to unfold our potential, to enlighten us and so on, as well as uh, helping the world. Um, That's so right. It's an incredible. That's right. Brilliant. Because be- the, the more expansive it becomes, or as we put our focus on each of those um, blessings, such as the, 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 the Mother Earth and the Mighty Sun and the galaxy, the more we're sort of drawn into that, that energy comes back to us. We get, an en- we get something of the essence of the Mother Earth and the Sun and the galaxy coming back to us, which is just sort of roots one to the ground. Uh, it's so uh, profoundly stunning. Um, but at the same time opens us and elevates us so that we can then so brilliantly channel that same energy and, and, and quality of, of, of vibration out to the world through the prayers, which is the whole magic of it. Yes, absolutely. My experience. That's my experience. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. Now we're coming to that time when we have our break, so I suggest um, we hand over back to Nikki uh, for, for the announcements, and after that, perhaps, Paul, we can go through each of the blessings very briefly um, to sure. our list, for our listeners. Thank you. Well, thank you, Chrissy and Paul. You are listening to Ethereum Radio Live with host Chrissy Blaze, joined by her guest, Paul Nugent, talking about the 12 blessings, New Age teachings of the Master Jesus. Yes, we can certainly put these beautiful teachings into action, especially at this time when the whole world is dealing with a dire situation. I'm speaking of the coronavirus pandemic. In addition to the regular online 12 blessing services, every Saturday and Sunday, There is a schedule of extra online services that have been arranged in response to this situation, and you are all warmly welcome to join us in helping to alleviate this global problem. So please visit 12blessings.org to find out more and how you can participate. For listeners in Michigan and London, the Ethereum Society, in accordance with official guidelines to help prevent the spread of this coronavirus, regrettably has had to cancel all activities until further notice. For details of the activities at other Ethereum Society centers in your region, please contact the organizer for more localized information or visit ethereum.org. But please, please do visit 12blessings.org for the latest up-to-date information regarding the schedule of daily online services to help all of those around the world affected by this coronavirus. However, please remember to put this in your diary. 12 Midnight GMT, April 18th, heralds the first hour of the first spiritual push for 2020, when we will welcome again into orbit of Earth the giant spacecraft we know as the third satellite, flooding our world with much-needed spiritual energy. This spiritual push, or magnetization period, lasts until May 23rd, during which All spiritual actions performed with a selfless motive are enhanced by a factor of 3,000 times. Again, please visit Aetherius.org for details how you can observe this very important event. 
The next series radio live show will be on April 21st, when Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze will be talking about a topic especially relevant to our current situation. Operation World Healing, then and now. So that's it for now, and I'm very pleased to return you to your host, Chrissy Blaze, and her guest, Paul Nugent. Thank you, Nikki. You managed, I knew you would, managed to solve the audio problem. came in from the cold. came in from the North Pole. Yeah. (laughs) So well done, Nikki. I knew you could do it. She's a whiz in in many areas, is our Nikki. You know, Paul, that Nikki has her own fan club. Did you know that? The producer of the show. Well, you can you can add me to the to the uh, to the queue. <laughs> me too. I think I was the founder member, so I'll beat you to it then. <laughs> so, thank you for solving that, Nikki. Um, so let's, Paul. Shall we um, go through each blessing and pick out some beautiful poetic lines, and um, then perhaps. Perhaps we, I don't know, what do you think? Does, to go through the prayers as well and get people to join in the prayers? Um, well, we, um, I mean, I don't know if, if we have time to do an actual probably service don't. of the 12 blessings, do you think? I mean, if we were to sort of go through quickly and then come back and um, in the last sort of 15 minutes and, and perhaps do a service of the 12 blessings. We'll see what time we have. I doubt it. But we can certainly do one of the prayers and blessings at the end. Okay. And let's end with a prayer again, if we have the time, and I think we will, uh, for the victims of the coronavirus and also those helping to heal them. So I'm going to start with the first blessing, being an Aries here. (laughs) Start. Being uh, a Libra, I'll allow you to do that. (laughs) I knew you would. So the first one is, blessed are they who work for peace. And this is a beautiful blessing, as they all are, when the Master Jesus says, He says, in these times of unrest in your world, the workers for peace are indeed thrice blessed, for these ones, by their toil, sacrifice their own bliss. By their interest in the suffering of their brothers, they sacrifice their peace. And there's more to it, of course, but I'd just like to say, I'm picking out ex- we're picking out extracts from these blessings, that this is a blessing to all those who are selflessly working for peace in our world, often in very difficult and dangerous conditions, sacrificing their lives, sacrificing their own selfish desires, um, often having to leave behind their homes and families and go off and risk their lives often to help bring peace and stability to our world. But you too, even if you don't have to go into those dangerous and difficult situations, you too can be one of those people. And if you practice the 12 blessings with your motive and your desire to help our world, you too will be one of the workers for peace. And uh, this work, whether it's practical work, or the boots on the ground, I call it, which is so essential in our world, or whether it's the spiritual work, again, which is so essential, the service to mankind is essential to our future on earth. And that without the unceasing effort of these spiritual pioneers, the world would be a much worse, if you can imagine it, place than it is now even. 
you may not know who these workers for peace are. You may be one of them. You may never meet them. You don't know what good you are doing when you do pick up this mantle that you want to be one of these workers for peace, and you can be. We all can be. But the spiritual energy that you send out to this group soul, the workers for peace, will help them. And by the law of karma, it will be returned to you each time you do so. So this is a wonderful beginning to the 12 blessings, a blessing to all those who are really helping to bring peace and stability and harmony and bringing a future to our world. So, Paul, over to you for the second blessing. Well, the second blessing really sort of um, follows right on from the first, at least the little extract that I would like to read out. And, and this is, of course, to the wise ones, for they walk through a dark and ignorant world, spreading their light. And the one sentence, these ones have found peace and have turned away from it to give its very essence, its very core, to searching, groping, unpeaceful man. These are great ones. Without these, this world could not endure. And uh, you know that particularly that last statement, without these, this world could not endure. This is where we're sort of opened up to beings not um, necessarily um, out in the open. Um, we're talking about you know perhaps more ascended masters, um, but without them, without their presence. Um, this world, as it says, could not endure, and we would have fallen into, you know, far more chaos uh, a long time ago. Um, so that, to me, is always speaks to me. Thank you, Paul. Now, the third blessing: "Blessed are they who love." It's such a beautiful blessing. I'm just going to pick out lines of this one. Um, These ones possess naught, for they have given it all to their brothers. They can love not themselves, for they have given the very seed of their hearts to those whose hearts are empty, whose hearts yearn to be filled. And later on, these are the ones who will save the pitiful ones, for they are the ones who will become the very essence of the heartbeats of the pitiful ones, for they will be instrumental in helping greatly to transmute the only devil which exists upon this earth. The lovers of God through man will be the ones who will light a light in the hearts of all men so that wisdom may enter into these vessels so purified. So, this is such a wonderful blessing. It was, I just want to say it was President Roosevelt, I was reading this morning actually, who said the only thing to fear is fear itself. But you you might think, well, how can we avoid feeling fearful when all the world around us is in chaos, as it is at this very moment? What we can do is we can armor ourselves with the power of love. And through these teachings, we can not only generate this power within ourselves, but radiate it to our suffering world. Because it is, although, of course, we have to be sensible, we have to do all the things that we have to do to keep ourselves safe, But it is love, this great power of love, that will transmute fear. And if enough people are able to radiate this power, then it's something that will, can make a difference. And this is why in the society we're very, very active at the moment with our um, 
healing missions, our healing, our world healing, our services, etc. So please do join us in this. Absolutely, and we of course we'll, we we use the 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 twelve blessings. I think we use the twelve blessings in every in every service, or they come into every service that we do. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> well, then the the fourth blessing. This is where it takes um, that sort of cosmic turn. Uh, blessed are the planetary ones who have at this time sacrificed peace, sacrificed friendship, sacrificed their very salvation for you. Uh, and it introduces even more than 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 before uh, again this sort of seriousness about not just the blessings but the the greater reality that we're all a part of um, and it does um, it does actually require sacrifice i don't think that one will um, uh, be able to sort of understand these these teachings and certainly won't one won't take them to one's own heart unless one is prepared to make a sacrifice because at the end of the day that that sacrifice is what opens us up and allows us or opens up our heart opens up our heart prayer is care i always like to say you know they say healing is healing is feeling to me prayer is care and if you don't mm-hmm. care then your prayer isn't really going to amount to very much. You have to care. The situation has to matter to you. You care, right. and you care from, mm-hmm. from a heart level. And um, so, anyway, in the, in, in, the, in the fourth blessing to these planetary ones, as they say, we're opened up. And um, they walk unsung in silence through a dark world. They tarry here, and the light doth come, and then they pass onwards before the takers of that light do realize what has happened to them. They take upon themselves terrible karma, awful responsibility to these ones, and yet they murmur not. And again, just in that, you know, human race, we're all looking for attention and adoration and and the like. Um, And these ones are the ones who do the real work, the, the, the... the holding up of the world, um, and yet they murmur not. They tarry here, and then they pass onwards before the takers of that light do realize what has happened to them. This is, uh, this is the nature, in, to my mind, the nature of creation, this sacrifice coming out of, uh, an even, uh, out of a realization of love. And you get it certainly from these planetary ones. Thank you, Paul. And now we're going on to the fifth blessing. Blessed are the thanksgivers. The Master Jesus uh, begins by saying, Blessed are the thanksgivers, for they turn great tides of energy and direct these towards their objectives. And he explains in the next uh, paragraph what the thanksgivers are. Blessed are they who have expended enough energy themselves so that they may know of the existence of the Devic kingdom. And knowing this, live in eternal thanks for its work. The Devic kingdom, that, these are my words, that are uh, all around us, tending to nature. They're divas of the mountains, they're divas of the, the trees, and everywhere, you're, if you were psychic, you could see them at work. Uh, from the lower divas, uh, the, the fairies, which are real, right up to the great 
mountain divas, divas of the ocean, etc. And in this beautiful blessing, the Master Jesus talks about these divas, which in a very poetic way. Let me just read one section of this. Thrice blessed are they who send their power and love to the divas, who walk in the rain with bared heads, and bless those who shake the clouds, who stand in flood, and bless those who have sent it. Ordinary earth man, by his wrong thought and action, has for countless centuries sent streams of power to the divas, power discolored by his uncontrolled emotion. The divas, having no other tools but those of man, have had to make flood and drought. Man is responsible for all these, and all these will be reckoned in his karma. I think that's a very interesting thing for us, a very important thing for us to remember at this time because the divas use our power. So when we are sending out this a feeling of fear or panic, the divas have to use that power and that could create all sorts of dangerous or difficult situations in the world, weather conditions, etc., etc. But when we start to learn to control our emotions and the 12 blessings is the greatest way I know, one of the greatest ways I know to begin to control your emotions and start to send out the power of love as many people as possible, then the divas will use that energy and create wonderful conditions. And so it's in our hands. It's actually in our hands, our future. Thank you, Chrissy. The The sixth blessing, blessed are they who heal in these days of great pain and suffering. And that is uh, obviously extremely um, relevant to our present time. Uh, and the passage um, I'd like to, to read, uh, I say unto you, man, this course is the Master of Jesus speaking, I say unto you, man, he who in total disregard of universal suffering, the search in these days for peace will find it not. For alas, ye are commanded even now, as you were yesterday, to spread yourselves in sacrificial action throughout your suffering world. And um, I mean, uh, we all want to—I mean—to uh, you know, sort of find a nice space, retreat from the world, be fine within ourselves and comfortable, etc. But that's not enough. We need to come out of that and spread ourselves to, to help heal and uplift and inspire everybody, the whole world. Um, and the 12 blessings, I mean, it's, one can't, well, yes, one can do it in a physical way, but one can certainly do it in a spiritual way through the practice of the 12 blessings. And that is what we are commanded to do. Thank you, Paul. And the seventh blessing is blessed is the Mother Earth. And what most people don't know is that not only is she, this goddess, living, but an advanced, extremely advanced life form. So advanced, in fact, that she is holding her own evolution back for the sake of us, humanity. Unworthy humanity, I have to say. This is a central theme of the teachings of the work of the Ethereum Society. Um, And I'd like to read a few lines from this blessing. Blessed is she who in sacrifice has made a space refuge for you all. 
Blessed is she who, instead of taking the unlimited gowns allowed to this goddess, did accept material limitation so that you, the lower aspects of God, could walk through experience back to God again. The Mother Earth, and this is me, the Mother Earth has held up her evolution for us, demonstrating the type of love as shown by Jesus this high aspect of love, this sacrificial aspect of love, and yet even greater than that. It's very hard to understand, but one thing we can do is to offer our praise and our gratitude on a very regular basis to this wonderful Mother Earth. Thank you. Paul, I've just realized that we don't have a lot of time, so I think we'll uh, have to speed up a bit going through the last blessings. Yep, I'm good with that, Chrissy. Um, so the eighth blessing is a blessing to the mighty sun. And uh, I love this particular passage. O men of earth, turn thy face towards the greatest living entity in thy system and absorb its wondrous power deep into thine eye so that thine heart may be burned clean of impurity so that thine eye might dwell upon this glory yet not for dwelling's sake purely, but more for the sake of thy brother who is blind through this part. And that very briefly, but um, just to open oneself up to conceive of the mighty sun as if one was looking directly into it is, um, well, as it says, um, um, so that thine heart may be burned clean of impurity so that thine eye might dwell upon this glory. And it is just um, incredibly, unbelievably liberating. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. The next blessing, the ninth blessing. Blessed are the supreme lords of karma, for these ones, great above words, more holy even than the mighty sun, stretch their influence throughout all the galaxy, so that the great laws of God the great laws which are God may be perfect in their balance. Every time we raise our hands in prayer for others, through the 12 blessings and other prayers, we manipulate our karma in a positive way. Uh, karma is everything. And these great lords, which, as the Master Jesus says, these, which uh, control the law, the law of karma, Master Jesus says, the great laws which are God. So this is a, a meditation on itself, I believe. Um, because the law is exact, all the good we do will have a good reaction. So let us always keep that in our minds and hearts every single day of our lives. Indeed. Uh, the tenth blessing, uh, one of my favorite blessings, I think everybody's one of everybody's, uh, blessed is the great being known as the galaxy. And here it just gives us this expansiveness of time and space. A uh, hundred million eons ago, this wondrous and mighty Lord did cast its crown from its head and did sacrifice itself upon the plane of preservation in order to be of service to the God of gods. And... In a way, I think you know, we can liken life a bit like a, a, an egg timer. Um, we're, all sort of, we're like a grain of sand that's going through that narrow bit. 
And then when we've gone through that narrow bit, then we flip to the other side. And I think that, you know, we're all about ourselves. We need to be to a certain extent, but then we reach a certain point where we, that gets turned around and it's giving back. And that's, you know, one gets that sense even from the galaxy. A hundred million eons ago, uh, it sacrificed itself upon the plane of preservation in order to be of service to the God of gods. That's, that's enlightenment. That's, in, that's realization. That's the point that we're all striving to reach. Very, very nice, Paul. Thank you very much. Um, now, the, the 11th blessing, blessed are the supreme laws of creation. Paul did go into this earlier and read a beautiful passage from this blessing. I will just read another short passage from this blessing. Um, the Master Jesus. There are countless trillions of worlds, and all of these have been brought into wondrous manifestation by the supreme lords of creation who work as seven around the one. That's very interesting. But Paul, I won't spend any more time on this one since you already went into it, so I'll hand mm. you over now to the the twelfth uh, blessing. Well, the twelfth blessing... Um of course, is you know perhaps the most one of the most complete descriptions, that, or if not the most complete description for God that one can find in any literature. Uh, it's absolutely radically transforming. Um, I think just to be very brief, um, you know the thing that always used to sort of capture my imagination uh, are the lines: "For this is the beginning and the end, and it is the stage before the beginning." and the stage after the end. Yes. There is nothing in all the worlds outside of this, for this is all in all and all in all that. Uh, and one, well, one other line, it is the I am within man. And, um, but one really needs to take the, the whole thing in, it, in its entirety. And I think, Chrissy, it would be nice just to mention the last blessing, Yes, I was thinking about that. Yes, absolutely. So go ahead. A very good... Well, this this last blessing made the 12 blessings complete, I believe. And I feel strongly about this one. Uh, because for centuries, the Christian world has asked for help from the Master Jesus over and over again when they're in struggling. When, and very rarely, I think, over the centuries, has anyone thought of thanking the Master Jesus. And... Uh, you know, this blessing was given by Dr. George King uh, in 1959, and it was a blessing of deepest gratitude and uh, to this wonderful master who gave the blessings, and um, a, a, also a teaching about him too. So this is a wonderful blessing, and I think we always should use this this at the end of the blessings because it is something I, I believe, on the whole, mankind has failed to do over the last few thousand years. <laughs> so do read that one. But now we only really have time. We have two minutes, Paul. Are you able to do a quick two-minute prayer for the victims of the... Or one minute, because Nikki has her announcements. Yes, today. I am. Yes, I am. I'd ask everybody to, to, just to close, close their eyes and just become still. Put down anything you may be holding. Just put the palms downwards on the knees um, with the fingers outstretched. And just take a few deep breaths 
take in everything that we've just heard, experienced, wonderful 12 blessings, this practice given by the Master Jesus to help heal and uplift our world. And so relevant at this time. You just see a stream of white light coming down through the top of your head and out into your heart center. Visualize a violet flame coming up beneath your feet from the Mother Earth, right the way up through and around your body and aura. Let's just raise our hands in the prayer mudra. See this stream of white light flowing out through the centers in the palms of our hands and our heart center. O wondrous mighty God, we thank you for this opportunity to come together this time in this way. We pray that we might be used now as channels to radiate thy great love and power out into our world, especially to those who are stricken with the coronavirus and those who are stricken with anxiety and stress at this time. May your great healing power and love and light flow unto these ones now, bringing calm and ease of mind and the inner knowing that thy will be done. And I'd like to just use the prayer given at the end of the twelfth blessing. Almighty Jehovah, let the wondrous power from your everlasting heart fall upon the heads of all those upon the earth now. Let the wondrous love from your mighty heart fall upon the hearts of all those upon the earth now so that they may all realize their divine heritage and oneness with thee. Thank you very much, Paul, for those beautiful prayers. And in closing, I would like to say to the listeners, uh, may you, your family, your loved ones stay safe, and may the fear that prevails in our world be turned through your efforts and the efforts of all who are working for peace in this way and for the healing of our world. May this be turned into the great transmuting power of love. Thank you so much, Paul, for a great show. And oh, over now to Nikki for any closing announcements. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Chrissy. And thank you, Paul. That was beautiful prayers and a fantastic insight into the beautiful New Age teachings of the Master Jesus the 12 blessings. You have been listening to Aetherius Radio Live, which is your cosmic connection, the third Tuesday of each month, and the next show will be on April 21st, when Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze will be talking about Operation World Healing, then and now. You can connect with Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence by visiting their respective websites, chrissyblaze.com and richardlawrence.co.uk. We hope you enjoyed listening to a serious radio live and we look forward to being with you next month. And I reiterate what Chrissy said. May you all be surrounded by love and peace and healing at this difficult time for our world.